The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 27th of October. In your squeeze today, Melbourne is opening up. Northern Territory police officer charged with murder over the death of Kumanjayi Walker. Record early voting in the US election. And the scariest Halloween costume of all. This is your squeeze today. It was the press conference that Melbourne and a lot of Australians around the country in solidarity had been waiting for Claire. After three and a half months of lockdown, 18,000 cases, around 800 deaths and a lot of economic and social hardship, Premier Daniel Andrews was finally able to tell Melbourne that now is the time to open up. The state recorded zero new cases and zero deaths yesterday, a huge achievement. Take us through what this will mean as they come out of lockdown. Woohoo! It's all happening. Donuts, ah. zero new cases <laughs> yeah. yesterday, zero deaths as well. They're a beautiful set of numbers that Melbourne, Victoria and Australia has been waiting to see from Victoria. And there certainly was a sense that a whole lot of pressure was lifted off shoulders yesterday. Premier Daniel Andrews looked quite emotional as mm. he was talking about it. Uh, he was able to let Melbourne know that as of midnight tonight, there's going to be a full reopening of retail and beauty services restaurants, hotels, cafes, bars are all open with seating restrictions. Residents will be able to leave home whenever they want, but they still have to stay within that 25 kilometre travel limit for another couple of weeks. Also, outdoor activities can restart. There's some limits on that. Also, changes for weddings and funerals and religious ceremonies. We're really going to start to see Melbourne come back to life as it has been in other parts of Australia. The next horizon is the 8th of November. It's hoped then that the 25 kilometre limit will be lifted so the state can all be one again. A few other things to then reopen, including gyms and limits on the number of people that can gather at home and outdoors will increase. The state will now start the process of opening up to COVID normal now, though. The news was all well received by the business community. Yeah, people who were really upset about what happened on Sunday with that delay were really very praiseful of the Premier and of the efforts of Victorians yesterday. That includes Mayor Sally Cap, the Victorian Chamber of Commerce, said they were really pleased for business. Uh, also, Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Treasurer Josh Frydenberg thanked Victorians for their patience and perseverance. Many Melbournians will enjoy being able to get back on on the beers again, one of the first questions asked in that press conference. Over to the Northern Territory now and Constable Zachary Rolfe, the police officer who was charged over the shooting death of teenager Kumanjayi Walker last year, will now stand trial for murder in the Northern Territory Supreme Court. Yeah, it was November last year when that shooting took place. You might remember that it was an arrest attempt that Rolfe uh, had made on Walker uh, that led to his death. Uh, reports say that Walker stabbed Ralph with a pair of scissors during the 
the arrest attempt, uh, but he was then shot three times and killed. The community there in Uendamu, uh, you might remember, also were none too happy with that. And there has been very, very close uh, eyes on that case with a crowd also in Alice Springs to welcome uh, that report that Rolf will stand trial for murder. He's been participating in those hearings from Canberra and it looks like it'll stay that way for a little while longer. Rolf has not yet entered a plea against those charges. We spoke yesterday about the Australian women who were removed from a plane at Doha Airport and forced to undergo an invasive physical examination after a newborn baby was discovered abandoned in an airport bathroom. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne, who is also the Minister for Women, had more to say on the incident yesterday. She said that it was grossly, grossly disturbing. She said that she hadn't heard anything like that happening before. She has asked Qatari officials for a report about what happened. The airport has said, though, that the baby is in good health, but the mother has yet to be identified. Also, women from that flight uh, have said that they were really disturbed by what happened, and one even remarked that if there was a class action on it, she would definitely take part. Into a finance story now, and the Deputy Chair of ASIC, Daniel Crennan, has resigned following an expenses scandal. ASIC is the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. Their job is to regulate company and financial services and enforce laws to protect Australian consumers, investors and creditors. What's happened here, Claire? Crennan was due to retire next year, but he said he would bring that forward with immediate effect. Uh, he said it was in the best interests of ASIC uh, that he go now so that he's not a distraction What it seems to come down to is that he has claimed around $70,000 for housing costs he moved from Melbourne to Sydney, but it seems like a limit was exceeded in the uh, claim that he was able to make, and that was uncovered by the audit office last week. It comes on top of boss James Shipton also being stood aside over $118,000 in personal tax advice that he claimed uh, and put that cost on to ASIC. ASIC are going to have an interesting day today. They front the Senate Estimates Committee. The US election is a little over a week away and there's plenty happening as the campaigns start their final pushes. A huge factor of this election is the amount of early and mail-in voting. 58.6 million Americans have already voted. Yeah, that's more than voted early in the entire 2016 campaign. And as you say, there's still a week left to go. It seems that more Democrats are coming forward and voting in that early ballot uh, than Republicans. Experts say that, you yeah, what it really means for the end result, no one is really sure because what it could actually do with a week left to run is put a fire under the belly uh, of Republicans to get the vote out between now and the 3rd of November. Uh, also notable for what's happening in Washington today is that the US Senate is preparing to vote on Amy Coney Barrett's appointment to the Supreme Court. That will happen at about sort of midday today on the East Coast. While we're on US elections, a quick shout out for our Squiz Shortcut series. We're breaking down key elements of how a US election works, including the Electoral College system, if that's something that's always been a bit confusing. I'll put a link to that series in your episode notes. Definitely worth checking out if you're interested in the US election. 
getting into some space news now, NASA have confirmed that they've found water on the moon. A pretty big deal when it comes to the future of space plans, Claire. Yeah, there's more water there than they previously thought. It's a big deal because NASA hopes to establish a lunar base there by the end of this decade. And of course, the aim is to tap into the moon's natural resources rather than do shuttle runs backwards and forwards Mm, to Earth every five minutes to keep (laughs) water up there. Um, Water, of course, is essential to human life Mm -hmm. and it really will be part of the functioning of any base there. How they found that is that there's an infrared telescope called SOFIA that's mounted in a modified 747 jet that flies above the Earth's atmosphere and they were able to detect those water molecules quite close to the surface. Pretty cool. Wrapping up now, Claire, a dad in the US has come up with one very scary costume for 2020 ahead of Halloween. Yeah, it's a Zoom call and (laughs) there's nothing scarier in 2020 than a Zoom call. Yeah, Yeah. something that we've normalised, of course, is more video conferencing and getting on the computer and I think looking at yourself has to be one of the most terrifying things Mm -hmm. uh, that the year has produced. But yeah, definitely get into the email and have a look at the link for that. The video is quite incredible what he's created, a very creative day. Very technical to it incorporates the face of whoever opens the door. So I won't tell you too much, but go and check it out. Pretty cool. What have you got for us as a song lyric today that relates to something in the news? I have gone for J-Lo's Waiting for Tonight. That's what people in Melbourne are doing after tonight. Things change. Yeah, good on you, Melbourne. It's been such a huge time. Enjoy the opening up tonight. Put on a bit of J-Lo. We'll be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.